and basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's, let's get right to it. All right, welcome in to another edition of the Ryan Goodman and Tangway Along for the Ride podcast. Uh, Gary cannot make it today, so it's back to the way it was uh, with, with uh, <laughs> Goodman and Ryan at this point. And we got some news, Bob. We finally got some news, and it is the Jalen Brown Supermax contract making him uh, the richest man in NBA history as far as a, a for now. contract goes. For now. For now, and for now. These are always last long, but five no, years, $304 million for a guy that isn't the number one guy in his team, in my opinion, will never be the number one guy in his team. And, you know, as good as he was last year, Bob, um, he's still got a lot of flaws in his game. Mainly, he can't go left. Mainly, I, I don't think he makes uh, people better. But he's gotten better. He's improved over the course of his career. But man, five years, three hundred four million—just a ridiculous number to me for a guy who's a top twenty-five-ish player in the NBA. Like I'm, I wrestle with this one. I wrestle with it because I don't know what the right thing was to do for Celtics management and Brad Stevens here. Thank the CBA for the dilemma. Yeah, because I absent the CBA. That that says that if you make second team all league or whatever you know, may a certain you, yeah. you achieve a certain milestone, uh, that you are then eligible for this so-called supermax type of contract. And he just happens to be a the the current beneficiary yeah, of this. Sure this and um, it it's I, everything you say I agree with technically. Uh, yeah, we we're still I'm still happy he's still on the team. Yeah. Uh, you know, so if we can. When the game starts, I, I you you I try not to look at the dollar signs. Uh, you know, just watch the game, and and we I think that's the best advice I could give any Celtic fan uh, is to just do that. You know, let let the let the accountants were and you know let worry about the the paychecks. But still, it doesn't make sense in 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 our experience that the guy who is not clearly not and never will be the, the, the that level of star is is benefiting in this way, and it's all because of the the CBA. I can certainly see why the Players Association wanted it. You know, we're, we're happy to have this, but boy, sure. this is, I mean, it angers me as a, as a former voter. I mean, I'm no longer a voter, but I've voted for many awards in many sports, including the NBA. And, and the, I, and, you know, I've always been upset about, uh, in, you know, Cy Young awards, you know, depending on, on, uh, uh, if, if you win, if you win a certain Cy Young, you get a bonus. And of course that's voted by the media and the, the press. You know, I've always, we we've been roped into this unwillingly, frankly, and 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 if, and and maybe we should have taken a stronger stand to to say no, we're not going to participate in this. We're not going to be responsible for this. As much as I love voting, I'm proud to vote. I've always been proud to vote, including baseball Hall of Fame, and, and at times the basketball Hall of Fame. Um, you know, it, it, this isn't what we should be doing. We shouldn't have any say in how they get paid, and yet we do, frankly, directly. We with them. That, so that's and that's a, that's. Have, why yeah, he's getting no paid. sense it, that's it, why he's it, getting paid now here's the thing i don't want there to be a runaway negative people harping only on the negative right. let's focus all right let's let's go johnny mercer accentuate the positive for a second right. the man averaged 27 points a game last year 
yep. the man the man uh does some can can you know when he's got a lot of assets and 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 he's he's come up big at times when when the guy we think is better has him. now one of those times was not game towards seven last year we know that I get this Terrible. Past. Terrible. okay people are dwelling on that this is not a good this is the bad tasty left in everybody's mouth prior to this contract thing so people are you know so many people are, are tying it together too much you got to back off folks you know he's, he's that game was i i think it was an aberration for him to be that bad frankly you know again bob bob listen he's a very good number two guy on a team that's what he is. He's a good number two guy, but I keep going back to the fact that you're 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 giving the richest contract in NBA history to a guy who really can't dribble in in the half court. He right. has troubled. He has trouble dribbling in the half court, especially he he can't go left. Right, and then he doesn't make anybody better around him. That's not something like oh. Jason Tatum. I saw Dan Patrick posted something. He said they're they're basically the same player, Tatum and Jalen Brown. Oh, and, no. and something to that effect. Maybe not yeah, those yeah. exact words, but something to that effect. And my take on that is no, no, no. Jason Tatum consistently makes people better now. He gives people easy opportunities. Jalen Brown never does that to me. He never did. He is not a guy. He's unbelievable in transition. He's unbelievable one dribble pull up he's he's ridiculous mid range to be honest mid range he's phenomenal but he he's an average three point shooter who's actually regressed in that a little bit because i think early on in his career he got a lot of uncontested three pointers because his his rap was coming in the league he couldn't shoot it so they were daring him to shoot it he made him now they're guarding him a little bit out there and, and he's he's kind of regressed back to like a low to mid 30s uh, he's gone at his peaky his peak year was approximately 38 percent yeah which we think is good uh really good that'd be great from 35 two years ago to 33 right. in the 33s this year yeah. all right so uh uh is that a horrendous no but it's still not it's still not the what what you want right. uh of course is that, that 38 and and i think your your reasoning is sound about why why it's happening now so maybe the big question is you know now we what has distinguished in the past the true superstars in general? What is one of the things, not the only thing, but one of the things that have distinguished the, the the birds, the magics, the the, the Michaels, etc., is the continual improvement of their games as they as uh, and and the willingness to to to, to improve. And, okay, um, you know we all know what he ought to do, and 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 it's very nice that he's very philanthropic and and you know and he, he's he's got plans for this money that that are very altruistic, I think, at, at least of what he's telling us, you know, and that's, um, we applaud that. We like having these as a good citizen and he Absolutely. is, that's fine. Great. You no, know? but get in the gym kid, you know, as well, you know, this is a, uh, is this bad for him in, in a way? The, like, it's gym, good. Bob, this is great for him personally in a way. Okay. Great. I mean, obviously he's got all this money again. He can help out people do whatever he wants. His kids, his kids, kids, whatever. Is this, at all a, a, a bad contract for him because now the expectations and the pressure every time if he doesn't do something is going to be, man, this dude just signed the, the the largest contract in NBA history. He should be a dominant player. He's not. I mean, he can be at times, but that's not what he is. No, 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 it isn't. And, and he's going to have – this is going to be an issue. 
for him. It's going to be he's he's targeted now. I mean, he's he's identified, uh, you know, in, in a negative way for a positive, you know, for in, in a sense that he can't control this except other than with performance. He's going to have to, you know, and and it's going to be a pressure. No, you're right. It's after this is an unusual circumstance. And once again, it is all brought about by this CBA, uh, his eligibility, because in a, a better world and absent that provision, he would not be eligible. He would not be, uh, uh, he wouldn't be doing it. And we wouldn't be having this particular kind of problem. But uh, so if you think Bob, Hey, the good thing is there's no player option for the fifth year. So at yes. least the Celtics got that. The bad yep. thing is there's a trade kicker, which means if you trade him, basically he gets a percentage of, of, of that. He'll, he, you know, they'll have to pay him a percentage. So it makes it a little bit more difficult. He can't be traded for a year. Yeah. Right. So. so my take on this always was, okay, you got to pay him. And then if things go poorly this year, you can trade him a year from now and he'll still have enough value because while his contract is ridiculous, appearing to be ridiculous, they're only going to get bigger these contracts. So it won't look quite as ridiculous yeah, in right. a year or two that honestly, it, it probably will be a movable contract in like two years. So he's, I, the, man, he's the man of the moment, just like right. and in the NFL, guess who's the highest paid player right now? It's Justin Herbert. Right. And he's a very good player, but he's not, he's not Patrick. Who Mahomes. would you say is more, if you had to give one or the other, Justin Herbert, <laughs> if you had to hit yeah. your, your wagon, to Justin Herbert being the best player in, in you know, or, or the richest contract in the NFL, which are you okay with? Which are you more okay with? I think he's a top five quarterback. Yeah, me too. Me so too. I think so. Is, yes. He's got, because he doesn't have the flaws that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Like Jalen Brown, my problem with this is I don't think – I think it's really difficult to improve your passing and your ability to make people better. Can you improve your shooting? Sure, absolutely. Get in the gym. But I think you either have those instincts – and I've said – you know this since we started doing the pod. I've said Jason Tatum has those instincts. He just wasn't showing them early in his career. But I've always felt like he can be a facilitator. He can make people better. I've never seen that out of Jalen Brown. Uh, and the key is, listen, no. Bob, the key is, can Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum bring it up another step with how, the synergy between those two? Because if they can't, I'm not sure they can win an NBA title. No, I, that's a very good point. And as, as I was thinking, I'm thinking about Burden McHale. And, you know, and, and that analogy, because, you know, McHale wasn't a passer, although it was better than people think, but it certainly wasn't his forte, you know. Oh, he was, hey, when he got the ball in there, Bob. Right. No, he wasn't. He, the, you didn't want him, you know. You, right. I mean, so we understand that. And, and but and when they were doing uh, and transitions and all the you know, touch passing and all, he could be a part of that, you know. And I think Brown could be a part of, you know, that kind of, of three on two passing as well. But but the half court creativity is not part of his game. And, and, and absolutely not. Um, so and yeah, well, but so anyway, he's here and and that's that's positive. 
in general, right? Better than not having him. That's for sure. Better than not having him or better than having to trade him and get, you know, not get uh, dollar for dollar dollar value. So listen. So now your your fantasy your your fantasy has got to be put to rest now. They're not. We're not getting Bradley Beal for him. No, I think it's over. I think that that is finally over. So now we can put that when the rest. You tried. I know, but it. it, uh... Listen. Here's what I'll say: is they had to do something, the Celtics, and what they did was instead of moving Jalen Brown, they said, you know what, we're going to move Marcus Smart, and 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 we're going to get Porzingis, and we're going to see how that works. Yeah, that's right. And and maybe that will do it because he gives you a completely different look. Now you've got your offense should be better. The biggest question mark going forward is. It's funny. So I was just down in, in, in North Carolina and, and watching Duke. And then I sat with uh, Armando Bake out at North Carolina yesterday. And one of the things we talked about was that North Carolina team two years ago, when they made their run to the national title game out of nowhere, they showed a ton of passion and intensity. Um, and they looked like they had fun. And then they reverted back last year to how they were most of that year, two years ago. Like mm-hmm. playing with no emotion, no energy. They didn't look like they were having fun with each other. None of it. Uh, I feel like the Celtics somehow have to figure out a way. And Baycott was saying to me, hey, you know what? That's not typically who I am. But I think maybe I have to change who I am a little bit for the betterment of the team. I have to show some more emotion mm-hmm. and fire some guys up and maybe get up into some guys or yell and scream and talk more trash, whatever it takes. I feel like the Celtics need to to channel some of that as well somehow, Bob, because without Marcus Smart now mm-hmm. and Grant Williams, yeah. those were your two vocal guys. However you want to say it, they were very different how they did it. Yep. Now you're almost got a flatline team in a, yeah. in a lot of ways with a no, lot no, of no, that are super mellow. That yeah. worries me. Yeah, it's an issue. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But I must say I am – I wouldn't even mind if training camp started tomorrow because I'm curious. Yeah, of about, course. I want to see. I'm so yeah. – I'm, I'm I'm holding Joe Mazzulla accountable for using Porzingis the right way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see him standing out there all the time and exclusively shooting jump shots. Yeah. And and that I, I'm become aware, you know, thank you, uh, people, uh, that last year in Washington when we never watched that team play, who the hell watched the Wizards, uh, that no he way. didn't need uh, – spice up his game and, and balance up his game and get inside sometimes and act like a big man, act seven, three, instead of, you know, seven, three going on six, two, like you, you do when you're standing in the corner shooting jump shot. Well, I'm just curious, you know, and I, I just quite, quite frankly, I'm sorry. I, I I'm worried. I don't trust uh, that Joe's going to do this the way he should until I see it. That's all. Because, it, and, and, and uh, but I'm really curious to see how this team's, you know, going to work. I, I, Me too. Me too. All right. Yeah. The other big story um, this past week involved LeBron James's son, oh, his God. oldest son, Bronny James, who, who uh, suffered a cardiac arrest during practice Monday. He's a freshman at USC. Uh, season hasn't even started. There's a lot of hype around Bronny um, and, and 18 years old again, was was hospitalized. Now he's in stable condition, but he was in the ICU for a little while. Not a lot of information has come out since, Bob. No, no, no. Um, but I'll and not that what. we, you know, we not talk- that we yeah. deserve, you know, right. uh, this isn't the, any reason, this is a That's private right. private matter. 
uh, with, a, with, with a public person. The young man is a public person. If his name was John Smith and, and his father was an accountant somewhere, you know, this, this would be a similarly scary and tragic story, but it wouldn't be a news story, you know. Correct. This is a highly, uh, uh, well, what, what do you say, you know, it, uh, except it's not two times in two years, an SC kid, I'm not saying there's any connection. No, no. It's an eerie thing that two times in two years. Now, thank God the other kid whose name I'm sorry, I can't remember, but uh, he Vince, did come out and play. Yeah, big Vince, yeah. yeah he Vince. did play, which is great. And they say that the, the sign, what I'm reading, you know, but the, the scraps that we get about the generality of, of, of this when it happens is, is signs are good that, you know, the, the initial recovery thing and all the, 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 the steps are, you know, he's, he's you know, he's, he's, they're going, he's going to come through with this, come through this. Yeah, he's going to come through with this. And now the next step is for all these kids, and there's been a bunch of them, you know, go through a myriad of tests and then determine, all right, can he play again? Yeah. Does he need a defibrillator put in, in him to be able to play again? Because yeah. that's the hard part. All right, you've got, obviously, if you're LeBron and, and, and the family, you want to make sure that Bronny is healthy and, and you're not taking a major risk here, putting him back out there, number one. And if they're comfortable with that, then it's USC. Are they comfortable? Now, the good news is, again, they had another player go through this last year, and he was cleared to play uh, after, I believe, having a defibrillator put in. So, you know, it may be where Bronny isn't playing that first game, November 6th. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I would right. certainly not looking. I just, we just want him healthy, but. Uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, and and course, just, like I said, I've told you this, like, man, watching that kid, how he handles himself with all that pressure and all the fanfare and everything, he's been unbelievable. You know, People are going to have their expectations will be too high of, of Bronny if he plays. Hopefully he will. Um, but again, he just, I, I was just amazed. But again, I'm amazed, but I'm not because I watched LeBron go through it as a high schooler yeah. and all the way through his career and how he's handled himself. And it's been near flawless. No, I so, think, you know, LeBron has this irrational haters yeah. and, and he's, he's done some, you know, silly things at times, but that, yep. but for the most part, you're absolutely as someone who's had to live his life in, in this public a manner since he was 14 years old. Yep. LeBron has handled himself, I think, very well, and, and, right. and, and no, no well, question. The, but the it's best a sunny LeBron, story. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and uh, and to the family. And the one good thing is they've got we know this one. He's got they got the resources to to get yes. the best possible medical attention yes. the world we can provide, and it's which good is, out there, you know. It was funny because, you know, he's going through where he's going to go to school and everything like that. And, you know, it's like Ohio State. There were, there were a couple other places. You know, now you look at it and you say, like, this was probably the best spot for him in a lot of ways. Not only because, again, great hospitals, but you've got your family right there. Like, yeah. that's that's the good thing with Bronny right now is he's got his family with him. Yeah. Again, they'll have the best care. And, uh, and, and hopefully he'll be back on the court at some point you know, when, when he's ready. And, and again, once he goes through all these tests and, and gets cleared. All right. Well, listen, uh, thanks for joining us. A uh, summer edition of the Ryan and Goodman podcast. We'll have Gary Tangway back next week uh, after hopefully he's uh, gallivanting somewhere uh, on vacation <laughs> right now. And uh, thanks for joining us as always.